Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Neat stuff. What was he talking about? Neat stuff. Neat stuff. Neat stuff. You just got really boring in the middle of it. I'm not. I'm not a rude person. I'm not. I'm not a rude person. Why are y'all doing that to me? From the Veritex Community Bank Studios. It's John and Lance. I gotta admit, different strokes was a banger. I do feel bad for my kids because they don't they don't know the joy they don't know the joy of the the intro songs to shows. Yeah, like intro songs. This is Frank and I had a conversation. That's why you're hearing a bunch of intro songs. But the intro shows to songs back in the day were the best. I mean, they were iconic. There was whole. I bought CDs. Yeah. That had entire theme songs. The Great on American it. Hero. Yeah, right. All that stuff. All of them. I mean, all those theme songs. And this one. I mean, you knew you're you knew you're watching Different Strokes. And listen to um, two black orphans being. I don't. Were they orphans? Arnold and Todd Bridges. Willis. Uh, were they bad or something? No, no, no. They weren't bad. I think they were orphans. They were. Obviously, Mr. Drummond, took Mr. Drummond, yeah, yeah, White Savior Complex brought these kids in, and they had a good. And then you had Sassy Arnold with Will. I mean, it was a great show. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he had a daughter named Kimberly. Just you know, <clears throat> every Where one was of those the mom in all this. Um, well, Mr. Drummond didn't have a wife. She was he was a widower. Oh, must have been. Unless Kimberly was also adopted, which I don't know that we or ever learned her wedlock. backstory. Maybe she was a... No, back then, Mr. Drummond would not have done oh. that. He would have done I, that, but we, he would have just... There were a lot of accusations he of stuff paid Mr. For, Drummond was doing. Well, he would have paid for her to go to a boarding school and not be in his life. <laughs> yeah, okay, but but there were a lot of... Like, Mr. Drummond, he had an old rich guy. Mr. Drummond like had the a... Anti, it's like the opposite of Michael Jackson. Do you Jackson. know I worked for a Mr. Drummond? You did? Yeah, his name was... Uh, uh, well, he's dead, so I can say all this, Mister Bray. So he was he was a big Oregon he he was a big Oregon Duck fan, right? So the, when I moved back to Texas from Louisiana, um, I was I had a job. <clears throat> this guy Brian I knew from high school helped get me a job with him. So we would go out to uh, um, not Fulcher, yeah, it was Fulcher, and we would there was real nice, real nice subdivision out there, and this guy Richard Bray had this big house he had a koi pond he had, so we would go out there we'd work on his koi we'd clean the koi pond we'd mm. do landscaping stuff you know stuff like that and he paid us and then he had some food in the refrigerator we could go inside and go make ourselves food and i remember one time i woke up at four just to get out there to do this work i had to get done so i could be finished the entire day's work 
I could be finished so I could watch UNLV versus Arkansas because that was going to, you know, that was the huge college basketball was, yeah, matchup. Yeah, that was big. It was yep. a monster. Well, anyway, one time, so this guy, he was really, he looked a lot like Mr. Drummond, if you really want me to tell you the truth. He's just a solitary well, older white guy. You didn't look like Arnold or Willis. No, we didn't look like Arnold or Willis. Right. But he was just a single Terry, I mean, he was just a, a single older white guy living out there. He was a former head honcho at, BP and he was just living there. He retired, and Patrick Swayze was trying to buy his property. And anyway, one time I went into the house and he was going through my wallet. What? Yeah, it was like rifling through my wallet. And I just no, and then I I I, uh, I tried to just be nonchalant to give him a, a kind of give him an out. And he like dropped the wallet and looked away. And I just thought, why? That's is how this? he got his money. Well, I always wondered about him. You know? Right. Right. Like, was he looking, was he looking for, for what was he looking condoms for? Condoms or something? I don't know. What was he looking for? I don't know, but it was, okay. <laughs> it, it, it took a creepy turn when I caught the 60-something-year-old retiree who was single in this four-bedroom, five-bedroom, whatever-bedroom house it was, rifling through my wallet, which obviously had nothing because I was like 21, 21 at the time, but that was... That was creepy, but he was very much like Mr. Drummond. Mm-mm. He was nice. You know, you thought he was nice, and everything was nice about him, but it seemed like he had a little bit of a different side to him. I always felt that way about Mr. Drummond. Obviously, you did, too, because you thought creepy things were going on with Mr. Drummond. Yeah, Drummond did pay for Kimberly to go to a boarding school. That's how Facts of Life started. Oh, just, is that? I don't know. Oh, that's right, because Y'all. his, because his uh, oh, that's right, because Mrs. Garrett came from, came from, that's right. Mrs. G- See, I was subconscious. Well, I knew it. Uh, Arnold and Willis' mom, mom was the original housekeeper for Mr. Drummond. Okay. She passed away. Y'all's lack of knowledge on different strokes' backstory is appalling. Now, I didn't, I no, didn't really th- care th- then. I really that is don't care on me. Now. Who said this? I'm really upset that this is how the show started, Who if said you want to know the truth. Who said now, that? I got a backstory. Lance was working on a farm. For Mr. Drummond, it wasn't okay. a it wasn't he's a farm. Rifling through your wallet, yeah, he was. I don't know. It just and seems then he gave like, me golf clubs and ah, DC, he gave me a bunch wow, of stuff. He, he was leaving. Frank, stop with the with these uh, songs to start the well, show. Well, Frank gave a reason. He said since he started doing this, the Texans haven't lost, so he will continue to do oh. this. He since what? Since they he started lost. going with the TV theme stuff, the Texans haven't lost. Oh, so that is that why is he will I am okay with that. Who's the one who mm. told me that about? Who's the one who said that about the different stroke stuff? Who knew all that stuff? Well, Tony and Jackie, and they're they're just they all know really it? disgusted with us. If you want to know, the yeah, thing. I forgot that. Mr. I really Drummond's. don't care about well, it. Well, I do know this much: the backstories. The Kimberly story. became a drug addict. The real person became a drug addict. Yeah, Todd Bridges was in prison. Went to Bridges Will, prison. Willis and Arnold died like falling off a mountain or something like that. <laughs> uh-huh. That's how I remember it. Yeah, and he also picked horses. Living in a in a he was living in a train station picking horses in another movie. It is truly one of the more cursed shows. Of it all is, time. Yeah. yeah. Well, any child star, they, none of them are particularly really back, well, do they? particularly back in then. Yeah, I mean things have changed um, a little bit for some, but back then, woof. Oh, remember Nicholas yeah. in Eight Is Enough? I think he had a rough rough did go. Of it. Little Nicholas, Nicholas did, with little the Nicholas, bowl cut. The... Yeah, I think he had a Adam Rich. He had a rough well, go. Of he it. was really coddled. He had all those older sisters. Huh? Now, Bob Crane wasn't... Well, he had from, one older brother. Remember Hogan's Heroes guy got killed? Yeah, Bob to, Crane liked, to, liked it rough. Yeah, he liked to film threesomes and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. He was... Yeah, he was... He yeah. was... He was that a, wasn't a kid's show, though. No, not kid. really. No. 
I just was he could on do, weirdo. He could do that because he was an adult. But Bob Crane liked it weird now. Bob Crane liked it I'm weird. I'm pretty sure Batman and Robin, everyone knows that was probably Well, salacious. what about the Brady Bunch? Yeah, well, they were cursed because of that Tiki statue. No, but Greg and the mom were... were, were oh, yeah, in yeah, real life. Yeah. Yeah. Was he I mean, slamming... Yeah, moms mom, yeah. stepmom yeah he was he had a porn hub <laughs> category before not he had a porn hub category before it even invented but he, he had stepmom yeah but it was it's fine because they weren't related so that's fine well, oh were, yeah i guess in real life well, they yeah. weren't related in real life or on the tv <laughs> or show. In the show right so that's yeah fine. but stepmom that's not great no. if you have a category on porn hub that's not you shouldn't have that on a kid's tv show <laughs> Or stepsister. Luckily, there was nothing with him and Marsha. You're probably right. Well, stepsister, I think, is fine. Did you see? What? What are you talking talking about? about? Well, they're not related. No, it's not fine. It's not fine. Did you see? There's a story. As a matter of fact. Save it for news of the weird. Well, I was putting it together, but this applies here. That they're trying to pass a bill where it's okay to have relations with your first cousin. Where's that bill? Where's it started? I gotta find Please it. Please tell me where it started. I guarantee you, it's the Southeastern Conference is it's, responsible it's a, for this. Southeastern Conference School. I mean, I, I hate to say it for you people okay. from the Southeast. I think you catch too much of a bad rap. But it's oh, it's a house bill. Uh, amend terms provide that a person is guilty of incest when the person engages in sexual contact with a person to whom he or she uh, to have a familiar relationship with. Remove first cousin from the list of familiar relationships. And where did and who is the one who started this? Like who brings this to the to the, uh, to the house it floor? Say, I just got the actual bill. It's a, oh Kentucky General Assembly. It's Kentucky. There you go. No wonder. No wonder. I mean, I, I got gotcha. you. I'd hate to say it's going to be on brand. Like, but hey, it's on brand. That's far. Isn't that far enough away? First cousin. <laughs> that's far enough. I mean, and I, for you, stepsister. I, apparently. I, well, at least for John, they're not blood. It's just they're not blood. I thought you had at least had to get the second cousin before you could even consider that. Well, right. And, and well, it's actually they're trying to change the to bill. First cousin. First when I cousin. hear cousins, so, I'm out. Yeah, so I'm just out on cousins. So your so your mom's. So you don't have any hot first cousins? I don't. That's not a question you want to answer. My first cousins. Uh, my first cousins are six she goes, four. Well, now that I think about it, well, I've got a six foot four uh, first cousin. She's six four. I got another one who is six. Can she play basketball? Six two. No, but her dad and my uncles on my mom's side what were a six, waste. six five and six five. Yeah, I don't know if she could or not. I mean, she should have. She should have. She I mean, should have. What a waste! To be all have all that height and not play ball. My uncles did, like Caitlin. Yeah, like Caitlin Clark. Every morning, Lance at Caitlin Clark, Clark place. Lance comes in. Well, all right, did you Gail. see Caitlin? Did you see her? She had a thirty five. He's, buy, he's buying tickets to go watch her play. No, I'm not. But I thought about it. But then I was like, uh, it's too expensive. Well, it, the amount of money it would cost for me to go watch. Look, I think Kate, going to see Caitlin Clark is like bu- bucket list stuff because we're going to be talking about the greatest women's basketball player in the history of the sport. And she really? plays like, oh, yeah, easily. And she plays like Steph Curry. I mean, unbelievable. She has a huge amount of assists, a huge amount of points. She can get baskets from anywhere. She has range like Steph Curry. The, the tickets are, are like stupid, right? Well, tickets are well. I mean, like for Michigan, it's like a uh, one hundred eighty-four. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was two fifty or something. Like that. Well, once you pay the fees oh, from yeah. these companies, the yeah, company. because oh, they're all sold all out. Second. Iowa women's basketball in the, that arena the is whole, sold out. The whole thing's been sold out the whole season. 
And what you find is they're sold out also at Maryland. Wherever she goes and plays, they're all sold out. Really? Yeah, so everything has to be. Closer you can go? I could probably get a, a press pass, but I wanted to take, take my daughter uh, to watch because my daughter is, you know. Well, she's, she's not, she appears on the radio. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know if I could pull that off because my guess is the press passes are probably pretty locked down, too, with people who actually cover the sport. Yeah. I would have to. Probably. I don't know what my angle would be, but. So I thought, you know what, maybe that's a bucket list. And then I started looking into flying to Cedar Ra- Cedar yeah, that's Cedar Rapids. Yeah, that's not easy. That's not easy. That's taken about five and a half hours. And then I started looking at, okay, plane ticket, tickets to the game. And then when Caitlin Clark's out of the game, I'm watching other people play. No. <laughs> it's not as good. You need her to go 40 minutes? I need her to go 40 yeah, because that, for the amount, you know, for the money, I've, I thought this would be a really cool bucket list thing. And I do this with my daughter, and then I started doing the math. I'm like, eh. <laughs> she'll never. Eh. I mean, I, wait until she gets to the WNBA. Well, see, I don't. That's what I don't want to see. I wanted to see it in Iowa with all the fans. Yeah. I'm, I might, I might actually try to go to a depending that's on what, where it is to like look a, at them, like the disgust. That's what I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that actually is how I feel. That's actually how I feel. That's a, actually, that's actually you know? exactly what I don't want to do. That's exactly what I Maybe I'll check into tournament ugh, tournament yeah. games. Ugh, those perky, those professional oh. players. Ugh. Yeah, but make no mistake, it's a all of her tickets sell out everywhere. It's it's crazy. All right, so, uh, there's our first segment. Yeah, so congratulations. Uh, it's gonna somebody, be a long show today, somebody guys. Somebody asked whether or not. You're Mr. Drummond got you in the bicycle shop. No, that, that wasn't Mr. Drummond like, in a bicycle shop. Yeah, it was Dudley and Dudley and Arnold. A very special episode. Dudley and Arnold got caught by the guy from WKRP. Oh, remember yeah. the boss yeah, who was yeah. kind of like Cal. Yeah, yeah. WKRP. Yeah, well, yeah. He's I like, swear. <laughs> well, yeah. Could fly. Well, his I turkeys. Well, could that fly. wasn't him. That was oh. Les Nessman. But the boss, the boss was just some kind of, uh, kind of goofy guy. And except when he was on. No, Les Nesman was the reporting it. the The boss is the one that was throwing the turkeys out of the helicopter. The boss was. Yeah. Oh, Les Nesman, really? Remember, Les Nesman was like, "It's raining turkeys here." Uh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. He was yeah. down on the ground. Yeah. <clears throat> um, right. Boss WKRP. Yeah. So, but that was he went from being a, a goofy, fun, loving boss on WKRP to being a bike shop owner who was trying to molest kids. But we had well, to have those. Ugly when we were kids, everybody. we had to have those stories to teach us about stranger danger. There was always a, yeah, you a very serious. See, now these kids all don't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, all comedies had to have a very. No, they're watching They porn. walk right up to a, no, they a watched, white van with they no windows. They watch pornography right. like on their phone. Yeah, right. Hey, what are y'all doing? Stranger <laughs> danger. <laughs> all right, 714 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Arthur Carlson. There it is. <laughs> I want to talk about. Houston safe and locked. Listen, they've got locksmith services. They have got, if you need to, to change locks on your doors, if you have some kind of an issue at home or whatever the case may be, you need to change your, if you need to change your locks at your work, how about access control installation? The leading provider of innovative commercial access control solutions, including Medico. Now, Medico is so good. If you're a business owner and you have Medico, you, or a homeowner and you have Medico, chances are there that nobody is ever breaking in because Medico is sweet 
sweet, sweet. They are specialized. They specialize in lock repair and installation, rekeying, master key systems, access control systems, smart lock installation, everything you could want with locks. So if you have any issue at all with a lock, these are the people to see. Now, there's two locations. There's one near Westheimer in the Beltway. <clears throat> King Safe is located I-10 near Wart Road. Both locations have trained technicians and a full showroom of quality safes and locks on display. 975safe.com. That's 975safe.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Pirate Radio with a license. No woman ever slept with me and lived. Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. We're neither of those, but here we are. 713-780-3776. All right, here is a... Okay, before we get to sports, what, what? let's see how long I can delay this. Have you seen a video of the girl jumping over the counter to go get her bag yes. and coats? You have, because... Everybody's seen it. <laughs> everyone's seen it by now. Right. I don't know what happened there. She was apparently she was let go, and she they wouldn't let her take her. I've seen that. Yes. I've seen that. That one makes the most sense. I've seen this one. Spirit Airlines passenger attacks airport employees. <laughs> that's no. that. I don't think that's, that's what it, it is. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I did wonder. Now she's pretty agile. For she, her to jump yeah. over the counter like that and go get her stuff, I do wonder why was she not able? Why did if y'all got rid of her? Why didn't you just give her stuff? Or did she have a bunch of? Had she stolen a bunch of stuff and it was in her purse? Oh, like man, I don't. I kind of need the backstory on this. Yeah, if you're not, if you're on Twitter, you've seen it because it's been it's everywhere. It's a, she is feisty now. She is not taking no for an answer, and she is plowing through much bigger men to get back over the counter. And then she takes a flying leap over the counter. She acts like she's going to leave, and as she turns around and sprints and jumps and uses the counter as a stair step, right. To jump over it, I don't know. Pretty good, it is man. It's pretty good. Bang, pretty bang. Good. Oh, I mean, it's is that impressive. It? Is that, that what you? Well, yeah. I just wonder what you thought. That I think the employee thing makes the most. Yeah, sense. that's what. Well, I saw. That. I was like, I didn't. I <laughs> that's the one you, I'm seeing a ton. I thought There's somebody always, maybe disrespected her behind behind the counter. Well, or, at first it starts off that <laughs> yeah. way, like she's going to beat somebody up, but then when nope. she leaves with her jacket, yeah, purse, I'm like, oh, what the hell is this? Yeah. There's always one video that's owning the just viral give her space. Stuff. This Let is the virus. Her, space, give yeah. her stuff back, uh-huh. unless yeah, unless she was stealing. Yep, that's that. Okay, <clears throat> why history says the Ravens are destined to win the Super Bowl? They're the number one seed. Baltimore is averaging twenty eight point four points per game, while leading the NFL in rushing yards per game, one hundred fifty six point five, and points allowed per game, sixteen point five. So they lead the league. They score 28 a game, lead the league in rushing rushing yards per game and points allowed per game. The only other teams in the Super Bowl era to lead the league in rushing offense and scoring defense while averaging at least 25 points per game, the 85 Bears and the 72 Dolphins. (laughs) Those teams won a lot. Undefeated and one loss. Um. So and they both won the Super. Only three teams in history. So have you're done telling this. me there's a tremendous amount of pressure on the Ravens. Yes, actually, is okay. Kansas City's down. Buffalo came from behind to make the playoffs and be in this spot. 
I there on on Lamar and John Harbaugh. There is un but because let's face it, it's your quarterback and head well, Harbaugh's pressure. won it already, so yeah, I don't that, think there's as nearly as much pressure as there well, is on Lamar. Maybe not. There's only one in three in the postseason. Yeah, no, the most pressure is on Lamar because it's quarterbacks in the postseason is the number one thing people look at. Harbaugh will be. Yeah, you're right. I, you know, you just bought a lot of grace with a Super Bowl win. Yeah. It's always been that way. For Lamar, you can't afford to well, lose to the Texans and a rookie C.J. Stroud. A team that was pathetic the last three years. Like, wow, the narrative would turn on him so bad that it would be it'd be rough. Harbaugh's going to catch it too because he's the head coach of this team, so he'll yeah. catch it too. But yeah, this is a huge game for Lamar Jackson. And look, they should win this game. They should win this game. They're they're better than the Texans on offense and defense. I think they're um, they should win this game. And I see a lot home. of places that though are saying take them points now. If they're going to throw nine points, that you take them points with the Texans. I, it feels like the play. Listen, God gave us this cold weather this week down here for a reason for the Texans to practice. Yesterday it was thirty degrees, which is about. Exa- it's going to be 25, 26 degrees. It was almost identical conditions to what you're going to have in Baltimore this week. Almost identical. It was cold out there yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and and the Texans are out there practicing and getting a good feel of what that's going to be like. The Dolphins had absolutely no feel. Well, the other thing is, I mean, sure, God has shined on the Texans by yeah. giving them cold weather, as you said. Yes. But they're, yes. they're not hitting out there. So that'll be a difference. Oh, the, no, it's a difference. That's the difference. But the ball, you know, listen – it's no. a big difference in handling the ball, in throwing the ball, everything about you that. You really do need to get active. You do. You no, do. understood. Does no. CJ wear a glove on his hand? I, I don't, don't think so. I don't know. Will he? I don't know. Under, no. I, understood. The weather helps. It's not 60 degrees here, so right. that helps. But Does the, it really help you get ready? But I getting think hit us, in the cold, I think, like, is a big deal, too. Can you acclimate in, in well, a couple no, days? But you can get used to it, yes. If, if you're, in a couple uh, days? Absolutely. It's shocking if, you're, if you don't have it's it, if you go out in twenty five degree weather after being in sixty and seventy all week, it's shocking. I mean, it's still cold. Twenty seven when I came in this morning, yeah, it's still cold. This but is it, about it's gonna, exactly what it's going to be like. It's going to jump up to forty pretty quick. So no, but God um, gave us a couple of days to practice. see. God gave it us. start. It just looks every day. It looks more and more like. And what you saw what CJ writes on his sweatband on his yeah. on his arm tape on uh-huh. his wrist Are tape. The, it's just it, a lot of this is looking like we're God's team. Dude. Are the Texans this practicing really tomorrow as well? Are they going to practice tomorrow? Not uh, if it's warm. No, just a walk. Not if it's warm. There, well, you're going to. So shouldn't God? Sh- shouldn't God? Sh- shouldn't the Texans go the extra mile and sleep in the cold too, just to get fully acclimated? Well, no, because the, well, the hotel rooms are going to be warm. Just no, just turn them down too, because you don't want the shock of actually, walking out of your hotel room actually, into the you warm. Would like you would like your guys to be in like fifty degree weather, yeah, even when they're off the. It's easy for me to say. I don't have to deal with the, it. They you remember come, how we were? They should come to my house. I don't have any heat. Remember when you, the last two days? Oh, you don't? None. Ooh. Yeah, downstairs, none. Get your well, it's been freezing in my house. Well, yeah, like the mega the mega blackout that we had um, with ERCOT, what, three years ago, I guess it was? Two years ago, three years ago? I mean, that was three years ago? It was, was it three? Or two years ago. Uh, I feel like it was two uh, years I ago. I, I think know. it's two years ago. Um, remember when that happened? Yeah. Well, you, I was storing my, 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 I just put my milk in one of my rooms that was the coldest in our house. I don't know what it was in our house. I think it was in the forties in the house. Yeah. Uh, and no, in my it's, bathroom, it's, in my bathroom, it was 38 right now. Yeah. My Is wife, it really? My wife's not too pleased about it. <laughs> well, because 
I had the guy out to look at it. We did the show from um, Air 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 Team. Air Team, right? Air yeah. Team. And they came out and they were like, "Yeah, you got some heaters that are that your your fans are busted. We're going to have to fix that." I said, "Well, let's fix the air too." I said, "Well, it's too cold to to uh, take a look at the air." I said, "Well, then let's do it all at once." Big mistake. Oh, yeah. Big mistake. I should you know have gotten the heaters done. Let's just do it all at once. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure all. the house will stay warm. Yeah. No, it's not going to get that cold this year. Okay. Oh, you mean a while back at oh, yeah, not recently. It was weeks ago. You know. Well, why didn't you call yesterday or two days well, ago? Oh, because it's just too much. <laughs> what? It's too much. Well, I went What's play, too much? I went Being cold? Poker. I went and played poker yesterday, so. He didn't want to He didn't want to get so, off his own schedule. So what does Wendy think about? She's not staying in the house, is she? Yeah, she's there. Yeah. What does she think about sleeping in that house? She, it was great. I love it. It's well, great. I didn't say you. I no, asked no, about she Wendy. Li- she likes it, too, but it's the getting up thing that's not as easy. Yeah. <laughs> I love being in that cold. Anyway. Uh, See, you are a cold weather idiot. No, in sleeping, yes. I love it cold. We keep it in the uh, mid-60s. Is it like camping for you when you sleep? Like you're outside, the weather feels like you're outside yeah, camping? that's great. You you like camping? No. Well, I would I, if I did it outside, yeah. As long as, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like him going to the MLK parade. Yeah, if yeah, I did it. Yeah. I might you like don't, it. You don't know. Did I might you, like it. Is, has it been rescheduled to a day where you can make it? I, I don't know. Oh, you didn't check. You didn't I check. Did, I had but no one's notified me on this. That's not how parades work. You figure it out if you want to go. No one's going to see well, you soon out. As they, if soon as they notify me, That's not how I'm to, going. Okay, then I guess you're never going. But tell, there's no parade I would No parade. Which That's is the not, point. It's not just about the Martin Luther King. It's no parade I, know, I would you, go to. But you immediately jumped in. Hey, hey, you don't know. You don't know, though. Actually, I, I did, might. I did know. Um, so, there was a, and they were talking about this on the show before us. Lamar Jackson is facing... A huge, huge scrutiny here if he loses again. Oh, yeah. What about, they said Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I actually think Kyle Shanahan is. I don't. You know, Shanahan has had some really bad years. Yeah, like 28 to 3. Well, really bad seasons. Yeah. Well, Remember, you, that's how he got Nick Bosa. That's how. Go look at his records. There's some seasons in there, but this is one I of those things where you know you have a really you good got coach. A coach. You, you got just, a, you, you don't, this don't is, let the fans talk you into just firing a guy. This to fire is him. an Andy Reid thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's okay, just going to well, take some time, but he's going to win. Well, Andy Reid didn't win at Philadelphia. No, but he won in they fired him Kansas eventually. City, right? He, when they got it right, Andy Reid. I is, think the scrutiny is going to pick up on, because, look, you have Aaron uh, Rodgers is out of there. Dallas is gone. The Eagles are gone. Like, who's left? He has, no, they got, no they got the easiest road. He's to got Super Bowl. to make the Super Bowl at a minute. He's got to make the Super Bowl. Right. They... They're hosting and frankly, the Lions he needs to win it because next week. He's a guy who twice has not been great in Super Bowls. I mean, the you can't get away from Kyle Shanahan lost the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Yeah. Everyone believes he universally lost. Well, and then he it's had not, a, he had a lead against the Chiefs. He had a lead against the Chiefs with San Francisco. So yes, the scrutiny won't end until he wins. Yeah. And if he doesn't he get Garoppolo. there this year, who takes more? He was cr- up by double digits, but he had Garoppolo. He was up. By ten in the fourth yeah, quarter, wasn't so he? So that's the they were up double digits so in the fourth. It was two scores. They, wow. Yeah. Well, but you got one that game. more on the defense, or you fought. Well, sure, but yeah. it's he's the head coach, right? And then they said the, the this one's the last one is Patrick Mahomes has pressure. What pressure on. does he have? Well, first playoff road game. Oh, so we can call him a fraud if he loses, right? Well, people will. Win, is Pat on the road? Is Pat Mahomes really that great? Can't you win know on the, the shows. Road. You know what the right. shows are going to do? Right. Absolutely. Right. It's the shows are already built out. Producers already have segments about Lamar Jackson. If he loses, 
Can the Ravens is Lamar overpaid? Can well, Lamar Jackson this week actually is all take about is da, is Dak? Blah, is blah, that, blah, yeah, blah, blah. this is all it's going to be. Is Mike? Is Kyle Shanahan really a coaching genius? Is it, can Pat Mahomes win if things aren't perfect? Right. All this stuff is all coming. right. We know what is perfect. Josh Allen's going to take some too. If he, it well, here's can Josh Josh Allen get past Pat Mahomes? I think that's. I, I'm okay with that. I mean, you know, yeah, you got to win gotta certain games. Pat, he's got to get past. Past Pat Mahomes. He's the one that probably the scrutiny is well, yeah, it's gonna be makes heavy. the most sense yeah. on is Josh yeah. Allen. Well, what about uh, – so are you going to take him in under in underdog fantasy? Uh, I uh, Well, I can tell you this. That's one of the things you look at. You look at weather. For underdog fantasy, uh, so if you go to underdogfantasy.com, you can uh, see it right there on your, your website. Or you can just download the app. The apps are terrific. I mean, really well designed. And what they do is you take a look at uh, – the different statistics they have for different players. Well, I mean, last week I was looking at cold weather. I was looking at, there was a variety of things I was taking a look at that could have an impact on games. I looked at, you know, in terms of the Lions, that was an indoor game and Matt Stafford and the offense had been clicking. So I looked at higher on the passing yards, higher on receiving yards. You can win just like I did last week with three, with three on my pick'em challenge. I had three different players and that paid um, six to one. It's real money. It's completely legal here in the state of Texas. And it's a chance for you to enjoy watching games. And right now they've got another special going on for you right now. And this is something that they always do. They always have something a little bit different that you can take advantage of. Uh, but don't miss out on your special pick. Did you know that you have a chance to bolster and boost your payouts on the Pick'em Challenge right now on the Pick'em Game? Select higher or lower and if your picks hit, you have a chance to win up to 100 times your money, but you have to do it right now. So this is a chance for you to win 100 times your original play, but you have to do it right now by signing up with promo code Lance. That's promo code Lance, and Underdog's going to double your first deposit. That's promo code Lance, and uh, they're going to give you the special pick of higher than .5 total yards to use on your first pick of entry. So that's a W right off the bat. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code Lance. Get your first deposit of $10 or more, doubled up to up to $100. You must be 18 or older and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Conservative play, call 800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Hey, what happened? I got a real red wagon. I can't do my work. <laughs> John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. All right. Dell, did you get that? Because this is something that is going around the internet. That is, Todd Bowles was interviewed yesterday. Todd Bowles did his media obligations yesterday and, and and make no mistake they're obligations for all these coaches they they really would like to get to work and not talk to the media nearly as much as they had to I mean, you ask any coach and he'll tell you the media obligation that you have as a head coach is way different than they thought is a lot more than they thought and it's not nearly as fun as they thought and it wasn't really fun for Todd Bowles yesterday because here is a question asked of Todd Bowles and Todd Bowles was stumped by this one, and for good reason. You are looking forward towards um, Detroit. 
Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we've seen it up to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. I don't um, No, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. It's funny to hear females talk about routes. You put that you know, in. You put that, you in, put you put that in. in there. You're not an ally. Cam Newton was not at that con. It was not at that. You are not an ally. Cam is. Cam ain't got much to do, so he's traveling the country going to press conferences. <laughs> that was a. Uh, oh, you know the cringe. You don't by come back everybody from that. in that room and you, her. She's probably like, oh my gosh, I don't know why. Why is she there? If she doesn't even know that the lines. Maybe she. Dome. Maybe she's like me and think, hey, anything. That you that you have to do in the code will prepare you. So hey, you don't want to walk from the bus. Well, she did say perform in those elements. Yeah. Well, well that's, I was trying to save her, but I can't. I was maybe maybe she thinks if you walk from the bus to the stadium in the cold, you need to prepare for that. Have some extra equipment. I don't know. No, she didn't know they play in the dome. Why is she at the press conference? I don't know who she works for, so we don't know. If you don't even know that the line. Well, it's not a major media company. <laughs> Probably. Not. That's going to be a local. Just a local television maybe a, station maybe that says a news reporter. May, yeah, either a news reporter no. or she created her own. You know, she covers the team, created her own media yeah, maybe company. she found a way. Maybe she, like you said, and now I mean, she has a credential. It happens. I hope nobody finds her. I'm not going to look for her. I I, oh, I'm sure somebody's already found her. I'm sure. Somebody who was there knows who she is and put that out there. I'm not going to. I'm not going to look for it. It's already, I'm already. It's a shame. It feels very. Don't you feel, I feel. Larry David. She woke up this morning going, oh, what did I do? I did, or she's just so oblivious. Whatever. Well, shout out to Todd Bowles for not making it. Yeah. A thing, person. Well, he Kyle Shanahan would have, would have keep, kept digging in and made it worse. Uh, Belichick would have probably answered it about the same way, uh, I think. Yeah, I told you my dad loves dog. Todd Bowles, right? Oh, yeah. When they coached together, he said Todd Bowles is hilarious. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you wouldn't know it. But Todd Bowles would do this weekly pick contest where he'd make fun of all the coaches. And he just said Todd Bowles is not a brilliant defensive mind and, like, really fun. Fun guy. I'm glad to see Todd Bowles have some success in uh, in Tampa. Well, relative success. I mean, you're following up. Tom Brady basically leaving, and Todd Bowles hasn't actually had great success. But this year, I mean, he's to the Final Four. Well, the Final Four of the NFC. NFC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. He's he in the elite. Eight. Past that, he's in the well. You could, they might be able to beat Detroit in Detroit. Actually, yeah, yeah. we talked about it yesterday. I don't know that Jared Goff is locked in as somebody like you. Just, you're not going to be able to beat Goff. Well, I mean, I don't know that. That now, good. now they're pretty good. Who's better right now, Baker Mayfield or Matt Stafford? I'm still saying Stafford. Yeah, Matt Stafford. Yeah, but Baker had himself a big year. Now. Well, the one thing that he's threw for over four thousand. The one thing that Jared Goff has had problems with is the blitz in the past. Um, we know how it how it worked out for him in the Super Bowl. Top Bulls will blitz the hell out of him, and yeah. much like they did Jalen Hurts. Now the Eagles haven't had an answer for the blitz all year long. We'll see if Jared Goff has one because he's had issues. Are you telling me? I I don't think it would be crazy that Tampa's going to San Francisco next week. I don't think yeah, that's it's not crazy. crazy. At all. 
Well, you got to throw for 4,000, you got to average 235 yards a game passing, which is not bad. No. It's not bad. And that's right at 4,000. It's a little less because of 17 games instead of 16. Yeah. So. Right. But it's still 4,000. Yeah, right. It, it is a little bit less. But his touchdown interception's been solid. So, yeah, it'll be a good game. C.J. Stroud right now, you know, if C.J. goes in and beats Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, they're going to elevate him. Remember now, the Texans are coming up quick on people who haven't been watching them all year. They're surprising a lot of people. It's really coming to mind now. I'm just starting to realize when the NFL Network had all six people pick Cleveland over Houston in a game in Houston with a low point spread and Joe Flacco, like somebody on that panel should have had Houston. Somebody should have had Houston. I mean, Houston was a very live underdog any way you looked at this. That was that let me know people just don't know. They haven't seen this team. They don't know what this team is capable of. They're capable of a lot more. And I know they were just working off of the score from the last game that CJ hadn't played. That's all they were working off of. I still don't think that was the first time a lot of people had ever seen Houston was last week. Remember, they're not on prime time. And there's a lot well, of people the, who the aren't. The week lo- before against the Colts. Yeah, yeah. you could have. Yeah. You could have. But that was a Saturday. Saturday it was a night. regular season the Saturday only night game. game. On Saturday night, yeah. There's a lot of people who didn't, you know, right. they're out doing their stuff. Right. No, right. Well, if you're a football fan, though, I mean, you should be. CJ's going to be. Especially if you're in the media. CJ's going to be talked about as one of the top two to three quarterbacks in the league if he goes in and wins in Baltimore. If he goes in and wins in Baltimore, he's he's already elevated to, like, is he eligible immediately for sainthood? Well, he's. Because you do have to perform a miracle to be a saint. You know that, right? I know, but that would be a miracle to win in Baltimore? Yeah. You think so? Pretty much. Nine point dog. That's a, that's that's miracle. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. I don't know if I'm calling a nine point. I don't know if I'm calling this team. Okay, they're a nine point dog, but you don't think they should be nine? You thought it should be three and a yeah, half. Yeah, right. I thought it should. So be. that's not a miracle. Well, not to me, but to other people, it's going to be. Listen, CJ is up in status that everybody is talking. He is God's quarterback. He, I'm telling you, he is the. He, he, Everybody's what elevated him to the greatest Why quarterback. Why do you feel so uncomfortable saying he's God's Stop quarterback? Stop saying he's God's quarterback. He, no, he is God's because it suggests that God favors one man over the other. Oh. I know exactly what it suggests, Del. Did you is see? that sacrilegious? What you're saying? Did you see? I what? don't. I, I just call. I just say, look, Del. It's just facts. In fact, it kind of in, in some teachings, God favors the sinner more than the righteous because He wants to bring the sinner into the fold. Okay, well then Lamar's going to get taught. I don't know what Lamar sinned. Who he sinned Why against? Why is Lamar a sinner? Maybe he sinned against pocket quarterbacks. I don't know. That's not he's going to win MVP. That's... I don't know that Lamar's the sinner. Maybe there's somebody on their defense that's been sinning. Mm. Okay, maybe you don't know. Maybe this is how God's going to smite the Harbaugh family smite. for cheating. No, oh. they just want a t- national title. God, Dell, do you remember the prodigal son where the fatted calf? Well. Maybe John the is pro- the one who the prodigal son, the fatted calf. Aren't those two different stories? The 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 fa- no, no the prodigal son. He came. That's that's the Jim Harbaugh. Son, the Jim Harbaugh and pissed. John Harbaugh's like, why is he getting this oh, national championship? Oh, He's the one who was cheating. The prodigal son and came then, back and they fed him and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the older the, son was pissed. The one yeah. John Harbaugh. You never the do John that Harbaugh me. one. Yeah, yeah. the well, John Harbaugh is- one. He's like, I never get a win in the playoffs anymore. Well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. God favors 
sometimes. Sometimes favors a sitter because he wants to bring them back to the fold and welcome them back. So keep, if you keep saying CJ's God's quarterback because he's so religious, maybe God sides with Lamar and goes, I'm going to give you blessings so you realize your 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 mind since is, we're doing this whole biblical sometime thing. It is, sometimes the Bible can be confusing. <laughs> sometimes there is a lot of different duality yes. there. Yes. Yeah. I'll admit that. So maybe back off with the God's quarterback because God loves to bring the non-righteous to his flock. Not in the playoffs, well, though. Yeah, but, this but is he, all righteous quarterbacks. God also loves his saints. No, but he knows they will they will strive and survive no matter what. If someone's unrighteous, he wants to shower them with things well, to make for Baker. He's doing that for Baker right now. He's uplifting Baker out of from poverty. This is, that's my point. <laughs> okay, he's already doing that. We're not going to do it anymore. Yeah, okay. but you know, we know. Baker's his guy. He's that's the fine. unrighteous. That is okay, true. Baker's the that NFC is, is God's quarterback in the NFC. Okay, you made your point. Mm. If that's what you were trying to sell me on, no, okay. No, that's not what I was trying to <laughs> I'm trying to sell you on Brinkman, okay? Brinkman Quality Roofing. They're a new sponsor to the uh, ESPN 97.5 family. I went and met Jason, and I'm going to tell you the information that you get. You go home and you look at your roof and see are there black streaks. If there are black streaks, that means that you have some kind of it, – it, it's eaten away at your roof, Okay. If it's shiny, it means it's already been eaten away, and you need to replace it. If you're listen, insurance companies are not paying you if anything happens to your roof because you haven't t- done anything, you haven't maintained it at all. Brinkman comes and they can inspect your roof, and they can and they can actually give you five to ten more years on your insurance because they've done maintenance on your roof. This is awfully important. Because your insurance company is going to come to your home in a couple ten in ten after ten years, they're going to say we can't insure your roof anymore. Well, you got proof that you've been maintaining it, and that's what they do. If you need to replace it, this cold has some, some, somehow cracking you. Whatever the case may be, Brinkman is here for you. Fifty years in the business. If somebody comes and knocks on your door and wants to look at your roof, you know what's going to happen. Brinkman is going to have to come and they're going to have to fix whatever that company did for your roof because that's what happens all the time. Brinkman's been around, been there, done that. 281-480-ROOF. 281-480-ROOF or BrinkmanQuality.com. B-R-I-N-K-M-A-N-N Quality.com. Machiavelli in this. Illuminati. All through your body. The blow's like a 12-game shot at Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert, the other an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. So we heard quite a bit about who's God's team and, and who's God's quarterback. Well, once again, we're going to talk about all that on the unofficial NFL football team postgame show this Saturday. Right after the Texans. I'm not sure you can say NFL. I can't even say NFL. I don't think so. Unofficial pro football football team in the city of Houston. We are going to have an unofficial post-game show about that team here on ESPN 975. You can can listen to it or watch it on twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. Immediately after the game with Michael Connor, Josh Beard, and Paul Gallant. So tune in. We're going to break it down and, and find out. If Lance and John's theory is correct, that CJ is God's quarterback, or is my theory correct where God likes to reward sinners who decide they want to repent? We'll, well see. It, it, you don't get everything all at once, though, Dell. What? 
you can still lose and still be his quarterback. You just need to play, you know, relatively well. As PFF told you, he didn't play well last week. Well, it was I, a bad I, game by PFF didn't have to tell you. I told you. Yeah. Well, maybe Dell is the guy behind the curtain of PFF. Look at this. Now they're a bunch of Irish dudes. Jordan Love. You know what Jordan Love's stats were? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, he was great. Jordan Love had a big game. He had guys wide open. Well, who's quarter? Well, who is this? Twenty-three of forty-one for two hundred sixty-two yards and a touchdown. And then, I don't know. That's one quarterback. And then C.J. Stroud was sixteen of twenty-one for two hundred seventy-four yards and three touchdowns. And apparently, the first one I told you got a higher grade. Huh. People are struggling with that a little bit. Yeah. Well, C.J. threw the ball to. Guys who made, did all the work. We talked about this earlier in the week. Yeah, and CJ missed a lot of throws. He wasn't that good. Thank you. He missed no. five. He had five incompletions. Well, I know. And, and even they were some, all huge and crushing. Well, he got Noah. Well, one he, was right in Schultz's hand. He got Noah Brown hurt. <laughs> he did get Noah Brown hurt. He, he missed a wide open Nico he, in the end zone, overthrew him. And if he if he was more accurate, Nico would have scored a touchdown and, on yes, that first drive. Yes. Yes, Dalton instead Schultz, of the field goal. Dalton he Schultz t- drops a 30-yard gain. CJ you 11 points in that game. Dalton Schultz Thank drops you. a 30-yard gain. Sure, yeah. so there's some give and take, but yeah. for the most part, CJ was... JJ Watts said, highest-graded quarterbacks, Jordan Love, 92.5, Matthew Stafford, 88.5, Josh Allen, 88, Patrick Mahomes, 88. JJ Watts saw this, and he said, this is what happens when you try to grade football players with an algorithm. CJ Stroud's performance was, quote, graded, a 77.8, and people treat this bleep as gospel. And then Sam Monson, who is one of the guys who PFF. created, who actually created it, uh, PFF, said, J.J., your first sentence shows you have no idea how the grade is arrived at. Maybe ask before tweeting about it. And then Sam Monson took hell. Oh, I know he did. J.J.'s beloved, particularly when he's defending the Same Texans. stats as love, same quarterback rating, different grades. Yeah, that tracks. It does if you watch both games. Who the F is Sam Monson? And another guy answered that guy with a computer geek telling a Hall of Fame player to ask him as if J.J. needs permission to criticize the almighty PFF. Can I ask a – I would pose this question to J.J. If you get a sack because someone turns you loose, is it the same – should you get the same credit as a guy who beats an offensive tackle clean? No. No, and I I imagine that goes into it. Brevin Jordan runs for about 65 yards. You're not going to get the same grade as a quarterback if another quarterback throws the ball. Now, Jordan Love is different. Guys are wide open. Well, I don't, take, throw their, it, I don't take their grade. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. But if how they're grading, one guy has a, a catch and run for 70-plus yards. The other guy throws a dime 35 yards down the field for a touchdown. They're not going to be graded the same. I'll say this. Yeah. I think I – think it's, 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 I think it's they true. have. I, I, I mean, I, Brevin Jordan's touchdown was what, you know, CJ made the right read, found an open guy, but that was all Brevin Jordan. Yeah. I think that, um, and so, no, you do. I know a little bit about their scale and how it's done, and it's not just some computer. I mean, they, they look at a play and they'll do like a, it's a zero or it's a plus one or a plus two or a minus one. And so there's, there's different ways that they do it. Uh, but the fact is, NFL players and NFL coaches across the board really don't like PFF, most of them, because they they don't like they, – they don't mind the, the data that comes out of there. The data is great. It's fantastic. It's just people charting games and doing the heavy lifting to come up with all the stats. What they don't like is the grades because no one likes to be told by, you know, a group from Ireland who moved down here and 
you know, who have their own proprietary system that the media treats as fact. They don't like, they don't like it. They don't like because the media gets all their narratives from PFF grades. Well, the fact is the grades now over a course of a season, I have found their quote unquote grades based on college players I'm watching to be pretty decent over the course of an entire year, except for small sample size things like, you know, pass rush blocking for running backs. Like a lot of times that will be just completely terrible. Now, game by game, smaller sample size, they have some grades that I think are just terrible that don't make any sense because you are, they're too harshly graded, I think. So, or they're graded too high offensive lines, like at Washington state when Mike Leach was there, who didn't even have to protect long. It was just the ball was snapped and it came out. They had those guys, the best pass protectors in college football. And they weren't, they don't even make NFL teams. If they're so great, you know, you would think they would, well, it's because they just sit back there and they have to protect for a second and a half. When I say protect, just stand in front of somebody. So, yeah, J.J. Watt, PFF will win with with analytics Twitter and football nerd Twitter. But I do think some of that is people just look at that as a way for them to have expertise that, can be unche- that, that can't be challenged. Because what I found is a lot of the analytics people, they are some of the sassiest, most you know they 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 are un unyielding in terms of having a conversation. Daryl Morey's like this. People who they believe well, the data is the data, and that's it. It can't be argued with. But I would argue with decision making, analytics of decision making, and I think more and more people have seen the flaw in only taking. Okay, this says analytics says to go for this. Are we updating? Are we updating the decision making? since analytics is based on historical facts and historical data, are we updating the decision-making process through analytics based on results? Like, are those numbers changing? Because if sh- it should be based on results. If somebody goes for a fourth and four at the, at the, at the, their own 48, a fourth and two at their own 48-yard line, okay, analytics says you should go for this. Okay, but if you don't get it, what is the resulting, what's the end result of you going for it? That should be factored in. Analytics should incorporate not just the decision, but what transpires based on the decision. So are they are they tracking and factoring in the negatives that happen from a decision that goes awry? I don't think they are. I don't think most analytics people look at it that way. And uh, my guy at Texas A&M, who's one of the brightest analytics directors and sports scientists in the world, he gets so pissed at these Twitter analytics guys, he said they don't take into account. We have to factor in matchups, momentum, things that he goes, most of these guys don't believe exist. We have to factor this in because it has real impacts on people's jobs if you fail, if the decision-making fails. I was watching um, Daniel Negreanu play in a tournament against uh, Nick, uh, I forget his last name. Anyway, they're at the table and and um, and Negrano raised, he re-raised, and Negrano threw away his deuces. And the guy said, the guy goes, oh, you're you're supposed to go all in on that. And Negrano goes, no, I'm not. You know, the book says, the kid says, the book says you're supposed to go. And he said, no, I don't, I don't play by that book. And Negrano's the number one player in the world. The analytics people think... This is this is it. This is the way you do it, and there's yeah. no other way to do it. Yeah, that's it. It's true. They're and unyielding, and, and, not, and they will argue with you like they're disrespectful in arguments because yeah. they think you can't. Like they're not willing to have a discussion, which I find to be very ironic. That the people who who 
are supposed to be dispassionate and and you know and shielded from emotion well they're letting the emotion get to them when they're not willing to even have a discussion because they are in a way they are you know too they're just they're too they're too unyielding right. in their willingness to discuss where some flaws may occur from just using numbers right, and, we- and, and anything that doesn't that, that if you disrespect or if you don't factor in the possibility that a person's emotional state whether they are nervous or whether they are confident or whether they have in some instances you know there's a lot of factors that play into someone's emotional state and that has an impact on how you play the game all right, we got to break it here. Um, speaking of disrespect, we got disrespected by Cleveland media. I sent it to you, Dell, on DM. We're going to talk about I it on the other s- side. I sent it to him. That's oh, the one yeah. we were talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, will, we will talk about Texans that. Texans now eight and a half. The number's gone from nine and a half to nine down. to yep. eight and a half. Yeah. It's good. Well, that's dangerous. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see which way the money is going. That's God's money you. coming in on CJ. That's. Uh, do you think you think you think God, God putting in money on CJ? God did not well, bet if on CJ this if week. He's his quarterback. Time to talk about dipping. Now wait a minute. So I do a couple of different dips. One is really good, and the other. Well, they're both really good dips. If you want to know the truth, listen. You're not killing yourself if you don't eat a creamy ranch, but you are killing yourself. And matter of fact, my buddy came in yesterday and I said, Chad, you're killing yourself. Why are you still dipping? You put that dip between your cheek and gum every day, tobacco day after day after day after day in the same spot. Are you kidding me? You don't think that that's hurting you? It is absolutely hurting you. And you got to do something about it. How about changing hemp in a pouch made of hemp so you get the same taste, you get the same sensation because they have all the different flavors that you like. If you like tobacco, if you like wintergreen, if you like dark fire, whatever it is that you like, citrus, whatever it is that you like, they've got those flavors. But they got CBD oil in it as well. So that's a healing deal as opposed to a destructive deal. You're looking for the best way to stop dipping and change your life. I'm telling you, she'll love it because you're not spitting all over the place. You don't stink. It's all terrible. This is the best way. Go to 975dip.com. That's 975dip.com. Or stop by a CBD American shaman. They're carrying it there, too, because of the great CBD oil in it. 975dip.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 Twin Flames None of it matters because yours is Twin Flame and this is your union 